Welcome back, everybody, to a little new segment where we interview other uh, podcasters around. And this one, we have a really cool guy, Adam Carter from the, from Inside the Mind podcast. But uh, we checked a bunch of out, and they're they're really they're really interesting. And you have a you have a cool, unique approach to it. Like from I appreciate that. From everyone, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely like really cool to to see and kind of interact. Like obviously, we had. Um, the, a couple of weeks ago we had chump talk, which is another kind of local podcast and it's yeah. cool to see, like, especially like we started this, um, like at the start of the quarantine, just to kind of, you know, you know, keep busy, I guess. And like, we yeah. get, like, get to meet awesome people like you and athletes as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Like seeing other, like, obviously you'd be like kind of a role model because just even on your Instagram, like it's crazy, like the production that you do, like, I'm sure you've you've kind of learned your way. <laughs> it's a lot. Of, it's a lot learning on the way I learned. If I want to learn how to do something, I just YouTube it. Yeah. So everyone always asks me, like I, like I might come off as like this expert or something in premier pro. I'm like, listen, like I'm just as much as a noob as you guys <laughs> oh, are. <yeah>. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, just from a little bit of research we've done, you're a, you're a high performance coach. Correct. Yeah. One of my, my one of the hats I wear is high performance coach. Ooh. That's um, yeah, I was going to say, it's just with this company called Consistently Performance. Uh, we're based out of Newmarket, I believe, um, but more so surrounding the GTA. And now, of course, with the COVID situation, we try and reach internationally. Um, but I really started up with them in November of 2019. So it's been about seven months now. Uh, how that kind of came about was a bit of background is I ended up doing my master's degree at Brock University. And I did it in applied behavior analysis or human behavior okay. it's kind of like a subdomain of psychology yeah and i've always had like this desire to be a sports psychologist but i never really knew how to like navigate the graduate scene and to get into doing a sports psychology degree so i went this route because of some connections that i had that i had in some previous job experience um it's actually the the degree is primarily used for like a job in working with kids with autism so my day-to-day -day job i work at um, Hamilton Health Sciences, like McMaster Children's Hospital. I do like behavior therapy with kids with autism, but I've always been a sports nut. So I've always tried to think of a way to combine my education and my passion for sports. And through my studies, you know, because of psychology domain degree, so to say, a lot of theories came up that I recognized just from reading sports psychology articles or, or journal reviews or stuff like that. And so um, yeah, that's really kind of where the passion for the podcast came from is a way to blend my education and my passion for sports and i kind of parlayed that into getting a gig with consistently performance so it's been uh it's been a weird journey so far one of those journeys where i never would have thought that it would go this way but here we are yeah exactly no it's 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 interesting because i've obviously like i'm still in high school but i it's cool um that you've taken that route because i kind of i'm in the same boat like i want to kind of still go down that sports that sports kind of medication like sports med route yeah and um, so right now I'm, I'm thinking chiropractor, but um, uh, like you went to Brock, right? How was the campus there? And like, how was your experience It was there? Uh, so interestingly enough, the first year that I went to Brock, I lived away from home. This is my first year living away from home. So I did my undergrad at McMaster and I'm from Hamilton. So to save money and stuff, didn't make sense to live on campus. So having that whole, you know, off campus experience, me and four buddies from high school, I ended up in the same kind of situation all rooming together. So it was pretty cool. And uh, you grow up a lot moving away from home, of course. Yeah, I bet. Um, it was, I love the campus. I mean, the school is great. And, and you guys, if you're all high school age, doing this at such a young age, I think you're ahead of 99% of 
the other people out there that want to get into the field. So I really commend you guys on that. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's awesome. We, I think a big part of it too was we kind of found a blessing in disguise, sort of say, mm-hmm. like this whole COVID and isolation madness was it sucked but we all kind of wanted to do something so we figured out this and we're all like nate and i both play football and our other guy matt um he's in hockey playing junior b this year so um yeah we all have a little bit of a sports background so we thought might as well try something out and it's it's working pretty well so far yeah yeah. well it's a whole thing of like you never know what can happen in your life unless you, you just like take that one leap of faith yeah. Like for me, start like I've had the idea of starting a podcast probably since I don't know if you guys are familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk. He's always yeah. big on social media yeah. stuff. I was listening to him probably since January 2018. Okay, and that's really I wanted to start making a podcast. And I didn't actually put my first episode out, episode out until August 2019. So that's like what like 20 months later. Yeah. Um, and it's just the whole kind of the philosophy of you never know what like one episode can lead to you for one opportunity or one guest recommends you to one person. You just never know what can happen in life unless you take that leap of faith. So that's kind of the the mentality I've been approaching these podcasts. Yeah. And that's kind of a good segue too, because from the start, like, I mean, like you just said, put my two cents. I've been listening to podcasts like ever since like grade eight, listening to Joe Rogan, right? Like he was kind of like a big one that I listened to, but um, like I dabbled with different ones, but um, so like you said, with the, starting out we we kind of you know put our friends in or like we did that but it's kind of cool the chain how it works because if you interview this guy then just always oh, should check out you know he mentions that the yeah. networking chain yeah. right obviously it's a good lesson right and, for sure yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of people skills that you got to kind of have in order to network like that and that's something that you know when i look at the podcast i started august 2019 um I really feel like just the personal development that I've gone through has really shown through like my ability to like those like soft people skills, like conversing with people or networking with people, getting to know people. Those have really kind of, as I look back, I've really developed over the past, I guess, 10 or nine months, whatever it is. So it's just interesting. Yeah. No, I I love like listening to podcasts and like, you know, some people are such like wizards of words and it's really talk. Right. And you really, you kind of want to copy that. Right. So it's, it's definitely cool to, be a part of you know that kind of like industry i guess right like just kind of yeah and and one thing i'll say is when i started a podcast i didn't realize how hard it would be to like (laughs) have like a conversation with somebody else and keep that going and going it's and i even tried i think my second episode i put out was like a solo episode just me talking it was right when andrew luck retired from the nfl so i was like this is like somewhat mental game of, of football so i'll talk about this and me rambling on for 15 minutes was like one of the most difficult things I did in my (laughs) life. It's so, it's so underappreciated. I think how hard it is to be a podcaster for sure. And it's definitely like, I, I like it's huge respects for you as well for kind of doing it solo because it's even we find there's three of us doing it and we find it difficult doing it that way as well. And I guess there's different challenges too. Like I think, a lot of the time we work really well together, but we run into the the problem of knowing when to speak, I guess. Like yeah. we, it's, it's not that bad cause we can, we're able to just cut it out in the final copy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like a lot of the time we'll, we'll recognize that we're all running into each other and trying to find when we can all put our two cents in. So yeah, I, you, you nailed it uh, perfectly saying it's, a little bit underappreciated. Oh, I don't know if underappreciated, but it's 
difficult yeah more than people would think it is you know what i mean and i think it's more difficult doing it online like over zoom mm-hmm. like it's i think it's a bit easier to kind of like get engaged with the conversation and when to step in and stuff when you're all in person in the same room but because of the situation we're all in we're all doing our podca- podcast over zoom at least up in your canada given all the restrictions and whatnot but uh it's it's tough you got to kind of take that couple second pause after everybody speaks just to make sure that like the room's clear or whatever and you can say your two cents yeah exactly but yeah uh let's let's kind of talk a little bit of uh your podcast i know you touched on it definitely but um and we you we got to know a little bit of what your inspirations were but what what is your podcast about yeah so i really try and i guess dive into the mental side of the game so everything mental so I really approach it like I'll backtrack a minute when I work with a younger athlete or um, or a youth athlete or whatever it is we have a certain like assessment we put them through and we ask them about different topics like you know what's your confidence level when you play how do you deal with pressure um, do you compare yourself to others so on and so forth all like the mental side of the game stuff right and I try and like extract that assessment and ask those same questions to pro athletes so if i have a pro athlete i'll be like how did you deal with the pressure of playing the great cup or you know how did when i had marty buran on recently i'm like how do you deal with the pressure of coming in after dominic hash it was like one of the most you know influential goalies of his time and those are some pretty big pads to fill so i really try and get into the nitty-gritty of the mental side of the game kind of what's going on behind the scenes or like no pun intended like what's going on inside the mind of the athlete yeah no fair enough that's that's i mean that's awesome and cool because you just uploaded the one um, with the Tigats player and we, yeah. we just did uh, Jagera Davis last week. Um, he's the defensive end for the Tigats and it's all that. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like, especially for us, like we never thought like we're obviously huge football fans. Like we've never thought we'd be talking to Jagera Davis, right. In the podcast. Right. So it, it's, it's surreal. And that's one thing that I talk to a lot of athletes about, like, you know, what it's, what's it like getting your first NHL call up? Like I had a guy on the podcast recently, Joe Gambardella, uh, he's in the Bakersfield Condors, but he's had his first NHL call up this year with the Edmonton Oilers. So it's like, what is it like you're looking around the dressing room and you're beside like Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, so on and so forth. Right. And it's kind of, it's, it's, I feel like a lot of the things that go on in sports happen, like they translate to personal life as well. So him going through that experience of like being beside McDavid and Dreisaitl, he has to kind of keep his cool and still be who he is. And I think it's the same for us as podcasters that there's these guys that we see on TV and we idolize or something, but you know, we're here for a reason. It's almost like we belong in this conversation. So it's about not getting too caught up in the moment and just trying to be yourself. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's, that's another thing. It's like, um, it's weird because we had Nick Spalling and it's like, so tell me how playing with, with Crosby was or something right. like that. At the end of the day, like they're just, you know, normal people with their day-to-day life. And it's, um, it's, I guess, kind of like to another question. Like, do you just like DM them or like, how did you kind of get in touch with them? Yeah. So um, when I first, like I first started off with just friends and family. Um, and then after that, I kind of, I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn, actually DMing a lot of people. There's a lot of athletes on LinkedIn, as well as a lot of different sports psychologists or mental performance coaches. Um, and then another buddy of mine actually has his own podcast, uh, similar kind of theme to mine. He recommended like go to Instagram and start DMing athletes on Instagram. So that's what I did. So I, I literally, I DM, I DM athletes every day um, to try and come on. Um, it's all about what Gary Vaynerchuk always says is you have to provide more value than what they can give you. So I try and always frame 
my requests to potential guests as I'm trying to provide them with value for coming on. Um, And and you got to get kind of used to hearing the no's because not every athlete is going to say yes, of course, you're going to get 90% no's, but it's part of the kind of personal development growth that a podcaster goes through uh, growing their podcast. Yeah, we totally agree with that too. It's we we're doing the same thing with the DMing and um, it's it kind of gets tricky too because like you said there's we do you, you do experience those no's along the way. But it helps build yeah, it's another, you. It's, yeah, yeah, it's another thing of like I always talk about this on my podcast with athletes is the blend between sports and personal life and just as an athlete has to get used to hearing no or being cut or being told by a coach they're not good at something just like how everybody else in whatever job they're in and specifically in our context going out and reaching for guests we're getting told no as well so mm-hmm. this is interesting how how sports and personal life how they interact so much and i always try and really highlight that when i speak to, to different athletes yeah and it's it's really interesting like obviously trying to get to the top tier athletes because i mean in your case with your podcast you kind of de- like go into the mindset of that and that's obviously a way different caliber than you know, say like a junior C hockey player locally, which is still obviously a huge you right. know, deal, uh, like a high school kid or whatever. But it's cool to see like the psychological thing and um, even talking to like just as life experience too. like we had um, Scott Walker on and like he really wanted to, you know, take the talk that we had with him into like our life and like learning experience and stuff like that, which I really like. That's priceless. Right. I love yeah. doing that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, even like another quick question too, is I think just what Nate, uh, touched on there, but, uh, it's fun to do the podcast, but it's also, I think really cool to learn. Like you, we learn a lot doing it, having those conversations with so many different people. Everyone has a story and there's, there's always lessons to take out from every story. So, uh, I guess a question for you is what, um, what are some of the cool things that you've learned so far? I'm sure there's there's tons, but like even just uh, top three or two uh, of like lessons yeah. you've learned from from the people you've talked to. Yeah, it's a really good question. First thing that pops to mind is it was really surprising to me. Not surprising, but it was really interesting to me. I guess how many athletes said like how much their friends and family played a role in their development. And I think it really goes on to show that nobody can really get to where they are in life on their own. You always kind of need that support system around you. And so many athletes I talk to, they talk about how their mom or their dad were role models for them, or they had buddies that, that were there for them and kind of consoled them when something went wrong. That was like a really interesting thing that I kind of gathered from a lot of uh, the interviews is almost 99% of them talk about their friends and family playing a major role in their career. Yeah. So that was just really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Another kind of concept in sports psychology that I try to take into podcasting is when sports psychology, we talk a lot about athletes judging themselves. So you think of a hockey player, they have three or four really good games in a row and they're on that high, right? And then once they have like a slump, they're on that low and they're very much like an emotional roller coaster. What we want the ideal athlete to have is more of like an even keel mindset where no matter if they have a really good game or really bad game, their kind of mindset is still pretty level. Like they still are, are, are aware of who they are and their judgment on themselves doesn't change. And I try and take that same approach to podcasting, no matter if I have, you know, my idol growing up, which is probably Matt Sundin. If I had him on the podcast or, you know, if I had a podcast episode that did absolutely terribly, 
try and keep my mindset of like, you know, I know who I am. I'm the pod, like I'm a podcaster, quote unquote. This is getting very philosophical, but I hope you're getting the point there that mm. I try not to get so much of as an emotional roller coaster on the highs and lows of podcasting. I really just try and approach it day by day. Yeah, no, I, I love that kind of stuff. And I definitely, it's kind of a cool route to kind of hear the behind the scenes and kind of break down kind of what their career has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but Those kind are- of just, Sorry, you go, Keith. Yeah, just saying, just to top on what you just said, it's it's a good lesson for us to know too, and to take away from this because uh, we've definitely had our fair share of podcasts that just haven't gone the way we've wanted to. So, yeah, just just having that idea of what you said of kind of being level the whole time, yeah. it's it's a good thing to take away. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not easy to do. You know, I, I always speak with athletes or I'll talk about sports psychology concepts and people are, think it's like an overnight fix. And these are things that pro athletes work on for years and years and then they can finally master it, right? So it's it's all about doing the little things day by day to get to that outcome that you're looking for. For sure. Now, I'm just kind of on your, scrolling through your Instagram and I see you're a, you're a huge tennis player. Have you? <laughs> yeah, tennis. Uh, I actually started playing it probably last year seriously okay. uh, I've, I've played sports my whole life but kind of once i got out of high school team sports are hard to come by just because your buddies are all moving away and, and whatnot if you're not like going pro it's hard to find teams to play on yeah. um so i really made the transition to solo sports um i started off in powerlifting for for a couple years and i did boxing for a couple years and now most recently tennis so that's kind of my my flavor of the month but uh it's, it's been it's been challenging and the mental aspects of that have been super challenging as well and have been a really good uh, learning experience yeah no i i love tennis me and my, my brother played it and like, awesome. I like what you said it's it's kind of like it's cool to see um the difference from like a a team to a, a solo sport like mm-hmm. even with golf um I mean, I'm, I'm not the best golfer, but it's all mental, right? Like it's hundred percent, even with tennis, right? Each swing, each stroke is like, you gotta, it's the muscle memory, but it's also your, your mentality going into it. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a famous quote by Venus Williams. And she said that, uh, sports are mostly mental. You either win or lose the match before you get out there. Yeah. And, and I, I would say that to a ton of athletes and they're all in agreement with it. And, and especially in those solo sports, because there's no one else to really rely on. It's all on you. And if you're not in the right, the right mindset before you go out on the course or go out into the court or whatever it is, you're out, you're done. Like it's not even, not even worth it pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we definitely, we just filmed, uh, uh, kind of a, we're trying to do a new series called the charged up open where we're interviewing guests and while playing golf with them. Awesome. So it was a really cool kind thing, of, but, uh, yeah. Nate, Got a little bit of spilling chicklets vibe with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Nah. That's kind of like the, yeah, the inspiration for it. But, uh, nice. just with that mental game, Nate, you you can see in the video that <laughs> Nate doesn't do that well at the beginning, but also <laughs> it goes like full with like the mental aspect, like your first shot might not be good, but like it, it takes a toll on you for the rest of the game. hundred percent. Sorry, Nate, for, <laughs> for exposing you. But, um, um, yeah, a couple of questions. Like, what do you see like coming up in your, in your, uh, show? like, are you going to, kind of stick to your athletes and mental game and um what's next for you yeah it's um at the moment it's really sticking with the mental game i i would say when i started my podcast it was like solely like 100 on the mental game but i felt like it was getting a bit too technical for like a mainstream audience so i've tried to like add in little um 
segments in the podcast that are more like marketable. So I do like a little rapid fire question thing at the end where I ask them like, what's your favorite snack? Like who's your idol growing up? Just kind of little questions like that. I'm trying to slowly like podcast episode by podcast episode, make it more personable or relatable to more people rather than just solely focusing on the mental game. But I'll say that for the time being, the mental game will probably be the, the main focus for a while. Yeah. yeah that definitely i i really like that about your podcast as well because um that's what kind of makes it more unique Mm -hmm. too right like we're what we're doing um we're just i guess trying to do it better than a lot of people but in just like the interviewing aspect but with your like in your case you're you're not just interviewing people you're going into the mindset which a, a lot of people like to hear that too because it's it's a fascinating subject. Yeah. Yeah. I would argue too, though, that like even you guys with your podcast, especially because you have three, three of you guys as co-hosts that that's already a unique podcast in and of itself, because there's never going to be a podcast that's like exactly the replication that of the point of view that you three guys have. So I always have people kind of um, hit me up about podcast advice and stuff like that. And I always tell them like, you yourself are unique as a podcast host. And, and that's what separates you from all the other podcasts type of thing. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. yeah, that's very, very fair. So I guess kind of just, I mean, it's been great talking to you. I never really, I've like, didn't really expect this to go like that long, but it's, it's been great talking. How long has it been? Awesome. Has it been, oh, it's been almost half an hour, eh? Mm-hmm. Wow. It goes wow. quick. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. And I think as podcasters, like it's a pretty com- competitive uh, industry right now. So so kind of doing the favor for favor, helping each other out and yeah. learning from each other is, I think, a really good thing, too. So, yeah, we really appreciate you coming on and learning about what your podcast is about. No, yeah, I appreciate you boys having me on. And like you said, you know, the podcast space seems competitive, but there's how many billions of people in the world? Like, I think there's room for all these podcasts mm-hmm. to, to grow and collaborate together. So I'm always like I'm always reaching out to podcasts and collaborating with them and stuff and just bouncing ideas off each other. Right. Because. Um, we're all kind of in the same niche of sports. So a listener might like all of our podcast type of thing, right? So if one person helps one person out, we're helping everybody out. Mm. So I really appreciate you boys having me on and it was a great talk.